I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hello, this is Danica. And this is Jan. Today, we watched Disney's Hercules. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is, um, of course, a Disney Renaissance film, as they're generally known. Um, It's also a film that the directors, Ron Clements and John Musker, didn't like particularly want to make they made a deal with jeffrey katzenberg that if they made another commercially viable film which ended up being this that they'd get to make their actual passion project which is treasure planet which we will eventually get to that one turned out less successfully than this let's say as far as how the box office not talking about whether or not that's better movie but yeah okay we'll we'll get to that eventually um but yeah um Would you like to do a plot synopsis or should I? I will give it a try. I haven't um, for a little while on our podcast. Um, Okay. I don't know if that's true. Okay, then you go, Missy. (laughs) Don't shame me. I wasn't shaming you. I just, I don't know if it's true that it's been a while since you've done it. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I actually feel less confident now that you have like (laughs) really (laughs) know. So I'm going to let you now. (laughs) Reap what I sow. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, I mean, to call it a retelling of Hercules isn't true, because they basically just made a new story. But, um, yeah, it's a story of, of a guy named Hercules. He is, um, potentially going to get in the way of an evil dude named Hades plot. So Hades comes up with a thing to make him mortal. It doesn't completely take, because he doesn't take all the special mortal turning juice, um, and so, you know, that he's like a regular guy, but he's like real strong. And then he wants to find his place or whatever. Where Hercules. He yeah, he wants to find the place where he <laughs> belongs. Um, and so he goes on a adventure to learn how to do that. So there's not, not everything flows clearly from point A to a point B as far as plot motivations, but he goes and he trains and he's trying to become a hero and, Hades thinks he's dead for most, for like half of the movie and then is trying to get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, and I know we're going to talk about more specifically, I, I actually enjoyed the character of Hercules more than I remembered. Yeah. I liked him. And when I, for some reason, whenever I think about Hercules, it's like, uh, Hercules is so boring. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. But I, I enjoyed him. I mean, he's him. certainly I was less interesting than Aladdin. But yes, but he, but I was he's more got personality. Yeah, but he, was, I was more. I liked him as a person more than I remembered. Nice. I don't know. Yeah. Without spoilers, how'd you feel about the movie overall? Overall, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. And it was it was fun. You'd recommend it. I would recommend it. Same. Let's get specific. Okay. Um, so before we start talking about the plot, I'd wanted to say one of my many factoids that I, the Wikipedia page is long, y'all. There's a (laughs) lot to choose from to actually regurgitate on this podcast. But anyways, um, 
when they were think, trying to think up the plot and kind of the direction and stuff that they wanted to go with this, the director sought inspiration from classic screwball comedy films um, directed by Preston Sturges and Frank, and Frank Capra, um, like with Hercules as the young Jimmy Stewart and Mr. Smith Goes to Washington and Meg modeled after Barbara Stanwyck, especially the characters she played in The Lady Eve and Meet John Doe. Ooh, and I recognize okay. like one or two of those names because mm-hmm. I'm not really an old Hollywood geek, but... Yeah, for people not, that that means things. I'm not an old Hollywood geek, but I'm old <laughs> compared to you, so that's the only reason that I recognize that's fair. That's fair. That. Um, also, the art style of the film was based on English cartoonist Gerald Scarf's work, um, and they actually ended up hiring him as a production designer. Ooh, so, okay. kind of the visual thing, you know, like how they'll have like kind of a swirly on, on people's chin sometimes, just different. Okay. The the visuals are generally very influenced by. Gerald Scarf's style. Okay, and I and I enjoyed him. I really did enjoy the art style. So let's start talking about like the plot and the characters and junk. Okay. Um, I liked the um, opening where Charlton Heston. By the way, it's Charlton Heston. Oh, okay. Is, ta- is like doing a, a a deep narrator intro thing, and then the muses interrupt him and are like, "You're stuffy. Let us yeah. do this." <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I know, of course, again, showing my age, Tarth. Charlton Heston from Ten I do know who Charlton Ten Heston Commandments is. and all kinds of things. Yeah, tell me all the movies that you've seen him <laughs> in. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm. My memory is not as good as you. Well, that's DJ. a shame, Mom. I know. Um, I am yeah, not going to be able to name story off a stuff. whole bunch. Story stuff. I really, again, I enjoyed the. I enjoyed Hercules more than I remembered, and what I mean by that is. For it, some reason, you probably just got tired of it because I know I watched it a lot. Back maybe in the day. so, maybe so. And and compared to some so many other protagonists in many Disney movies, for some reason I was thinking that he was arrogant. I don't know why. Um, for I, some, reason. I know why, and we can discuss it later. Oh, but. okay. But uh, yeah, instead, I think why I really enjoyed his character is I found him to be humble and to just kind of be a good person throughout. Mm -hmm. And I was, yeah, I was impressed because even the most like, and and I think it was more the lines, but his whole quest to become a hero to, I don't know, in his song to have people cheering him on. He didn't seem, that didn't seem to be something that he really wanted. He, the biggest thing he wanted was to be able to go back, you know, can I say, or is that spoilers? But no, to go he talks back, yeah, about it to go back, on, yeah, to go back and be with his, you know, once he finds out that, yeah, that Zeus is his father and that's where his role, where he belongs. Because, of course, in his childhood and, and in his upbringing, other than his parents, who he is, again, so, what impressed me is he so loving to his parents and very much appreciated and valued his parents from the beginning and then at the end, too. I like uh, that when he's, like, going to go on his journey, he, like, assures them that you're, they're, like, the best parents. I he just know. needs to go find out about himself yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, again, I, I loved that. And, again, him even even after he found out Zeus and found his other, I mean, you know, his, his real family, that he still, at the very end, again, very much never abandoned and didn't and even during his... like the zero to hero montage yeah. it shows them at one point they were reaping the benefits of his fame like so he was presumably sending them back money yeah. and stuff. Yeah. i mean so again i would and then that being said his whole goal was to to attain this goal that zeus had set for him to be able to do that so it wasn't about the fame as far as like people 
Yay. Um, he didn't want to be scorned like he had been because growing up, of course, anything he did because his strength was so superhuman, he wrecked things easily. And he was a menace in their whole town and society. So really, other than it seems like his parents, there was no one that liked him or valued him seemed or right. even really socialized with him. And so that heartbreak and that loneliness and that feeling you know, like you don't belong or that you don't have your people. Uh, sure, see, sure. Uh, one of the biggest things in, you know, even in my adulthood is just to find your people, you know, to feel like that people value you for you. And so I could really relate to that. But no, so he just was a really good hearted, genuine person, I think yeah. is why I and I didn't remember that. Sure, sure. In retrospect. And yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, let, I'm, I'm going to, I have kind of my notes more or less in chronological. Um, so I have, moving off of that into, I really enjoyed Hades' introduction with um, where at first you just hear his voice and then the camera like quickly pans over to him and everyone turns their head to look and he's like leaning against a thing, but he's like covered in shadow. Uh, yes. And then he like comes out of it and makes a bad joke. Like it's a really good introduction to mm -hmm. the character and all of his facets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say again, one of my favorite or, or one of the things I love the most about animation and the movies that we've been watching is when they do it right in things with utilizing shadow, foreshadowing, like so figurative and literally, mm -hmm. they use shadow to their advantage yes, and yes. to enhance characters and to make nuances in characters. Yeah. I love it. So yes, that was an amazing introduction. Later when he uh, when he goes back into the underworld, um, he's mad at pain and panic because the henchmen people. Um, and he says, memo to me, memo to me, to like hurt them later. <laughs> I don't think he remembers remembers that memo like we don't see him <laughs> maiming them late like, he says maim yeah memo to maim them later yeah. um i liked that they um foreshadowed um how the fates cutting the thread works like early on mm -hmm. it shows them cutting the thread of someone's life and then you see the ghost come in or whatever so it's like good we got that how that plot detail works out of the way early and by the way mm -hmm. What I love is realize I come from a theater background. My dad was director of theater, and one of the I played one of the witches in uh, Macbeth. Is it Macbeth? Mac I think Macbeth is the one yeah, with the witches. Macbeth, yeah. and I got to be which I don't remember what witch. Sure, but you know we we're all around this this cauldron and whatever. And so I guess I loved that about the fates. You yeah. know, just that you know Macbeth you know Shakespearean kind of reference. Let's see the the fates names. Um... Clotho, Lachesis, and Atropos. Mm, okay. Yeah. I don't remember my name, other than I know I was a witch. <laughs> That's fair. That's fine. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, I loved that kind of Shakespearean. So Hades just like has a room devoted to a pillar of light that holds a vial in it that is magic turning gods mortal juice. And so why wouldn't you do that on Zeus or someone else? Like put else? it in his food or something. <laughs> exactly. The gods eat, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know, he just, like, has... Yeah, that was awfully just convenient. There. That yeah, was it's convenient. A bit of a con plot contrivance, you could say. Mm -hmm. um, and even more of a plot contrivance, and sort of unnecessary, it feels, is that once the thing is done and Hercules is made mostly mortal, all the gods find out about it. The, um, the Gospel Truth Part 3 tells, like, they searched for him, but it was too late, he was already mortal, and Zeus and Hera wept, and, like... 
so the gods know about it except for hades he never mm. finds out about it yeah that's <laughs> for like true. years and years and years for even though it seems years. like he's totally fine going up and schmoozing with them sometimes yeah but like he that's never talks to any of them or hears tell from someone or anything like zeus isn't zeus. like zeus isn't like oh man bro like my son he got taken but don't worry he's okay fortunately but like <laughs> like zeus doesn't think that hades is a bad dude but like it's years and years and years before hades finds out and in fact it's such a silly plot contrivance that there is an animated series for hercules that takes place while he's still a teenager and hades is just in that show and just like tries to kill him and stuff and they and they like him meet and talk so that like that show is just like throws out that that big plot point in the movie because it's like yeah it's kind of dumb though and we want our hero and villain to like interact yeah you're right i mean i good point and admittedly this point doesn't purely come from me um because i've watched youtube videos and especially Lindsay ellis's long video about hercules so i have to try to work to not just completely ape everything that she's already said but yeah like that's just kind of a big it's it's silly and it doesn't you don't necessarily need that to have the story still work more or less the way it does. I don't know. So Hercules, he goes to the island, he gets trained by Phil and bought a body. Um, but then later he he meets Meg later and then he's like in the big city or whatever. And when Meg comes and like is saying about the rock that's fallen on the kids or whatever, um, I, I liked Hercules being like, the kids are trapped. Phil, this is great. And then she's like, you're really <laughs> choked up about this, aren't you? <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. But yeah, then when he goes and he like, before he lifts the rock, the kids are like, are like yelling for help or whatever. And one of them says, call I X I I. Valerie and I both heard it as S because that's what I wrote down. But then I looked it up after the movie and it's I X I I because it's a pun with Roman numerals yeah. or not. It's not even a pun. It's just a joke, but with Roman numerals, but I didn't get it at the time. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, let's talk more about Hercules. Um, actually, I have one more thing to say about Hercules because you basically already talked about the are parents thing. Are we talking thing. plot or we are? We're kind of going back and forth okay. with the characters and the plot. Okay. Um, just at one point, it's pointed out that he, by Zeus, that he Hercules has his mother's beautiful eyes. And I just want to say, yeah, his eyes are gorgeous. Yeah. He's beautiful baby blue eyes. He does. He has very nice eyes. He does. I still, it's so funny. I don't like the, and I know we'll talk more about this and no, for fine. other characters, but I don't like the overblown body type that they have Hercules. I think that was another reason that I oh, I never that enjoyed that him the so, least. so, like, strong? Yeah, but no, well, I mean, but just the huge, the huge abs, the huge, uh, like, like bulging so calves and all that. Yeah. Right. I know. He is a strong boy. I know, but... He's got an action figure. <laughs> because I just, when he squeezes it, it does yes. make the pecs look really big, so that's, that's why true. I made me think But that. it's just that, that broad triangular, you know, that, that triangular shape, you know, the huge, you know, I get what shoulders you're saying. It didn't, go down. It doesn't personally bother me, but I understand what you're saying. I guess I just find it very unappealing and unattractive, and I think that's why... I find, I've, I'm not nearly as bothered by his body type as Meg's, which is like... So unrealistic. <laughs> or can, uh, when will we be able to also talk about the muses' body types? And I it feels noticed... it feels like our conversation about the muses 
based on your face and things that you said before <laughs> this, is probably a conversation better kept in the how's it hold up section. Okay. Am I, I right? You're probably right. You feel like maybe that's yes, yes, where. Yes. But, well, we'll hold off on that. But yeah, Meg, right, but, Meg but, is just like, like, she's like a little line. And it's, I mean, I love her to death. But yeah, her, her design, she just give her a little more meat on them bones. Exactly. But I will say this. I re- one thing that I really liked about uh, Meg's depiction in her uh, drawing and, you know, her essence. Mm-hmm. I liked her, fa- her non-traditional, I say non-traditional, less Disney-ish eyes and face and 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 stereotypical being i don't know what ethnicity she's supposed to she doesn't have a baby face like a lot yeah and just even for example sometimes even if it's aside from like mulan Mm -hmm. if it's someone who is you know is a person of color a woman of color she still has white features, right. and I find that so offensive. Yeah, like like uh, Jasmine generally has white features, yes. except her nose is bigger. Exactly. Yeah. And so Meg, she just doesn't look like a typical Disney princess. She looks like or she whatever. could be exactly. Greek. Yeah, exactly. And, and and so yeah, not only her hairstyle, but yeah, her literal. Also, facial she's just so features. like world weary and. I love her. I love her. I love, <laughs> I love her, her too. I just and, one and of my notes is just I love Meg so much. I do. I love her whole demeanor. I love her facial expressions. I love her body stances. I love her body movements. Big, I mean her big, just attitude. Big shout out to Susan Egan who does her voice work. Mm, um I yes. actually um we're not even on voice work, but it's fine. Who cares? Um <laughs> with um I'm just going to read a block of stuff that I got from Wikipedia. Susan Egan um, actually auditioned for a role for every Disney animated feature since Beauty and the Beast. She like just kept trying to get parts and it didn't work out for her. She did eventually land the role of playing Belle in the Broadway production mm. of Beauty and the Beast. Fine. But anyways, then when she learned about Hercules, she actively pursued the role of Megara. Um, but... Alan Menken, the composer, blocked her from getting the part at first, saying that the female lead in Hercules was supposed to be this cynical, smart A-double-S, because I'm trying not to curse in our podcast. Uh, (laughs) It was in a quote um, surrounding nothing, uh, sounding nothing at all like sweet, innocent Belle. So he's basically like, you you played Belle in the Broadway thing, and she's all, she's a completely different character type. But he eventually relented and allowed Egan to audition, and obviously she got it, which is great. Also, if you don't recognize the voice, she voices Rose in Steven Universe. Mm Oh, oh my goodness. She just has... I think one of my notes somewhere in here is that her voice gives me lesbian feelings. <laughs> I just really like the sound of her voice. Such a goof. Does now question? Mm-hmm. Does does she also do the singing part for Meg? Yes. Okay, that's awesome. I mean, she sings in Steven Universe also. That's true. whatever we think about Rose, and we have lots of opinions about Rose. <laughs> um, we being everyone, not just you and I. Yes. But um, she has a gorgeous voice. So. Okay. Yeah. No, I know, and and it's and I thought it was so. You know how it is. Some some people's singing voice, in some ways, you you don't hear their regular voice. You're almost like really, um, but. I mean, most people. You everyone can't tell who sang in this, everyone who sang her. in this movie was w- the singing voice was the same, except for Hercules. Um, his younger, his the voice actor for his teen self was Josh Keaton, but the singing voice for his "Go the Distance" song is uh, was Roger Bart. And actually, um, Josh Keaton originally did 
do the singing voice too. He recorded that song, but they, for whatever reason, didn't like it and ended up re-recording it with Roger Bart singing. And did Roger Bart also play the adult? No, Hercules? the adult was played by Tate Donovan. Oh. And this was he actually had not done voice or overwork before that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. He does a good job. Yeah, he does a very good job. I know we'll address that more. So character-wise, I love Meg. I love the nuance of her character. I also, again, really liked Hercules. Mm -hmm. I liked his characterization. And then, of course, Hades is just, oh my gosh, so Hades. (laughs) I I I like that whole scene where where he gets angry at Pain and Panic because they have Hercules merchandise. I loved that as a kid, and it's still hilarious. That yes. seems great. Oh, I know. And and yeah, with pain. Yes. Because thinking of characters, I, I'm i not a big, you know, never been Three Stooges. I'm sure. not a slapstick fan. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really enjoy Pain and Panic very much. Especially I, their intro, which was very slapstick. Exactly. And I, I just didn't enjoy them very much. I enjoyed Panic more than Pain. Okay. And then, but I, what I did like is the line, and remind me, I don't know why I keep wanting to say Hamilton's unless, and, and, and Taz is unless, don't they say unless, don't they say that? That is a thing that the back. McElroy brothers do. Yes. I know. I love the McElroys. And the reference, and it's and a reference are they when it's in, ha- in Hamilton. What? No. You're asking if they're referencing it in Hercules? No. I'm asking if the McElroys no, I don't think referenced so. I don't believe Pain so. and Panic's Unless I don't, Hercules. I think that's oh, okay. just a thing that they developed being brothers. But, okay, got yeah. you. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't believe it's a reference. If it is, wow, please tell us about that. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I don't but, believe so. Yeah, okay, but anyway, so I did Not enjoy purposeful. that, and I enjoyed that. You know, they started at the beginning, unless he doesn't. Well, they didn't actually. Did they, did they say, say unless? unless? No, it's know. it's if if oh, if that's right. he gets it's out if. Thank you. That's why that whole I, tangent was pointless, wasn't the, it? It was pointless because I asked you if they said unless, and I seem to uh, think that you said they did. No, you're just confusing me. <laughs> All right. So I love the if. Going back to this whole, uh, yeah, if. I loved if. He, yeah. Yeah. I think they only really do it twice, but like the payoff is, is, is we good. can't talk about the second time because exactly. it's spoilers, but. So is the in them having, but the merchandise. The first time is, yeah, the merchandise. Do yeah. they say it then? No, but I was going to say the other thing I enjoyed about them out of the whole movie was when at one point when Hercules has become finally accepted by all these people in the town and he's saving them and he's a hero and and they're making all kinds of merchandise. Exactly. So they make all this merchandise and so Hades is not happy and then he's 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 going on a rant about whatever it was and first. Uh, pa- you don't no, have to first explain pain. the whole scene. No, 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 no. Well, I'm okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, but they're using merchandise. They're using and Hades merchandise. Is upset. But there's really but good comedic. There's really good is. comedic timing that there isn't is. going. You're not going to laugh having the joke explained to you. But if you watch the movie, you'll see the scene and you'll know what we're talking about. It's funny. Yes, it is. Very good comedic timing in there. Very good. Um, I also, oh, also the I did certainly didn't get this line as a kid, but when Hercules and Meg are going into the um, the garden or whatever, um, he, he's talking about the stuff that they did, and he's like that uh, that play that we went to, that Oedipus thing. I thought I had problems. Yes, and I definitely didn't understand that joke as a kid, but now I do. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, another while you're on, having mentioned that, just like Aladdin, and of course the brilliant. Um, the brilliant Robin Williams had all kinds of, you know, he alluded to famous scenes and actors and, mm-hmm. and different things. 
I didn't realize Disney did this more, but like the Marilyn Monroe and the other things. The Marilyn that's like, Monroe one seemed really. I know forced. it was kind of. I know, so it, that's why I mean is it didn't. It was flow just like, like Robin Marilyn Williams. Monroe in the stars in the sky, for some the, reason. Yeah, and then her skirt got blown up. Yeah. like a, the classic picture. Yeah, it was random. I know. Was so that's I. I was like, I didn't know there's. They did this. I feel, and we can talk about it some more in the house hold up section. But I feel like generally the references in this movie held up a lot less than they did in, oh, in and Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah. Um, oh, I put Pegasus. Oh, no, actually, sorry. I had one thing with Meg's introduction. Um, she mentions after Hercules beats Nessus, who's the centaur guy. Um, she mentions, um, oh, it's actually not while well, Hercules is there. After Hercules goes off and Meg's talking to Hades, who she works with. She works with, even though she doesn't particularly want to. Um, she mentions that she, I gave it my best shot, but he gave me an offer I had to refuse, and I want to know what the offer was. Was Nessus trying to get frisky? Ew. I know. Ew. <laughs> you know. And if know, not that, then ew. what was the offer that she had to refuse? Um, another thing that I noticed and stood out to me: I'm not a fan again of slapstick. I'm also not a fan of what I like to say or. or, or the best way to categorize it in my mind is like pot of humor, you know? Sure. And so I noticed when Pe- one of the characters I did really enjoy was Pegasus. But at one point when they're I put following. Pegasus is a bro. <laughs> when Pegasus is following uh, Hercules in Phil's hut, mm-hmm. they had to, of course, have a big Pegasus butt scene. He couldn't get all the way in and they have to show his his rear and i, I bet that barely like that. registered to me but okay but I, it, I can picture it's it that but it wasn't kind of thing that it's like really how old are we i mean okay I mean, he was just trying to get into the thing ma <sighs> really, really he was too big okay he couldn't do so it if it was a winnie the pooh Pegasus can't help stuck. it that he has such a big butt mm-hmm. okay he was okay. trying to get in yeah. You're really harsh on Pegasus's belt. I could have done without that. That's all I'm saying. I could have done without that. All right. Do you know who voiced Pegasus? No. It was Frank Welker again. I'm going to have to explain <laughs> to you who Frank Welker is as if you haven't recorded episodes on this podcast with me. I know. Here's know. some more characters he's voiced. <laughs> Abu and the Cave of Wonders okay. and right. Fred from Scooby-Doo. Okay. 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 Now... The thing is, I cannot promise I'm going to retain that you in my won't. brain. <laughs> in fact, you could probably promise me that you won't, and I'll believe it. It's you will. Uh, it so is we possible. haven't talked about one particular character, and we need to because he's Bill. in a lot of the movie. Bill. And I do want to say that I have Danny four DeVito. notes on him. One of them is that his two-word shtick is still fairly amusing to me. It's not like laugh out loud hilarious, but his whole... When he says two words, but then he always uses either one word or multiple words over two um but my other three notes are phil is a creep hercules disgusted look is deserved Mm -hmm. phil is gross phil is gross chasing after those (laughs) girls so devito usually plays gross disgusting characters and he sure does here he does and i love danny devito he's great he's He's a great actor but but he he is he plays creepster Back to all the way to his taxi Phil's days. character is gross, and I feel like he should have. There should have been a more clear like. And this is a kids movie because because uh, it's just okay. Creepster. No spoilers, but he does get a kiss at the end from a girl, 
And he doesn't deserve it. No. He's gross. He is. Because it starts off, you first are introduced to Phil's character. He is spying, spying. on nymphs. That's, yeah. That was, my Phil, that was my Phil as a creep note. Yeah, he's being a peeping Tom. Because then he tries to chase after them, and he says a creepy line and gets hit by one. And then like he's walking over to Hercules, and Hercules is like, gross. I like, know. That's yeah. his, what his facial expression is. And it's like, yeah, Hercules, you're right. Yeah. He's gross. He is gross. And then the first time he meets Meg, he then sits on her lap and starts trying to hit on her it's like i think gross. that was my second phyllis gross Ooh, yeah i the just thir- the third one was when hercules is famous and all those girls swarm him and then phil convinces them to leave and then as they leave he like has his tongue out and he's like excited and goes after them Ooh, yeah it was gross okay another thing i'm not a fan of <laughs> in addition to potty humor and slapstick is creepy, lecherous characters. It's, and especially in kids' movies. I know. We really need this? We and need like, lecherous men? I mean, I don't think it needs to be that way to begin with. But at least if you're going to do that, like, have a clear moment in the film where someone's like, hey, that's not okay, stop. Yeah, or, yeah. like, they, they like, really get some... Or they get some sort of, like, real comeuppance for doing that. But instead, he gets rewarded for his creepy behavior by being kissed at the end of the film. Yeah. Um, and so, like, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, don't do Because you're making it this like is, it's This okay. is honestly should probably be in the yeah, hold-up section, need, but yeah. it's a main character, so we yeah, kind of just have like, to... It's like, don't do that. Don't make it like it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Like, it's fine when Danny DeVito is in ha- the Always Sunny in Philadelphia because all of those characters are are complete jerks and supposed to be gross and creepy and stuff. But like Phil's a hero. Like his, his stuff is just played for laughs and yeah, it's usually at his expense, but at the end of the day, he's still like, it's one of the characters that kids are supposed to like. And I did like him as a kid. I didn't fully understand how creepy he was as a kid. Yeah. And, and yeah, like he even gets an emotional beat at the end with, with his goal of having someone say, look, that's Phil's boy. And like, it works, and yet it would work way better if you weren't also like, but also this character's gross and creepy. Right, and you know what? The contrast, I think this is what, in especially having to experience Phil's creepiness again, is this is what made me like Hercules so much, because never was Hercules lecherous and, you know, even, for example, when meg fell into him or when he's holding meg it was always respectful mm-hmm. and even when the the women um when he was in his like mausoleum or whatever the thing they built for him and a bunch of fans swarmed him yeah he wasn't again creepy lecherous whatever he was he just almost innocent you know mm-hmm. he's just and again very humble and he just wasn't again oh, like, meg comes on to him strong and he's just like flustered the whole time and and this is what just popped into my head one of the things i disliked which again, just a little nuance in Aladdin is when Aladdin is being the Prince Ali and, you know, she goes on, you're rich and whatever. And he starts taking on that creepy persona. Yes. Yes. You know, whatever kind of, and there was never a time that Hercules did that. And I appreciated that because again, many times with power and with, you know, adulation and then that creepy, like, oh, I'm going to take advantage of the situation Mm -hmm. and blah, 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 and become the creepster, you know, and I was, anyway, that never was a part of his character, which made me like him. (laughs) Sure. And appreciate him. Um, Two more things with um, Phil is that um, 
Danny DeVito actually uh, declined to audition originally, even though he was who Musker and Clements like wanted to I play. I can imagine, Phil. yeah, I um, can imagine. But uh, he was later approached at a pasta lunch during the filming of the uh, film Matilda, if you recall that. Mm-hmm. That'll, yes, yeah, um, and uh, where and he ended up signing onto the role. Then. Okay. Um, then also Eric Goldberg, the supervising animator for Fell, cited Grumpy in Snow White and Bacchus and Vantasia as the inspirations for the character design do you remember who bacchus is in fantasia during the um yes he's the he's i'm the picturing him yes well and again and, i just always and, think of shakespeare's midsummer night's dream yeah yeah i don't but know you remember you remember the version in yes. fantasia who's kind of roly poly exactly. and really happy yeah. exactly. like that um so so yeah and he mentioned that uh they discovered that danny devito has really different mouth shapes when they videotaped his recordings and so they used those when they were animating phil oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. I can I can see that. Again, you know, it's just like when I think of Iago, I just, you know, I can just so, so care, you know, just immediately picture Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey. But the same with Danny DeVito. I just yeah. like, I all I can see is Danny DeVito. <laughs> but yeah. again, because he can be such a creepy character yes. all the way back from, from with me from Taxi Days. He played such a creepster. But anyway. Let's go back to Hades for a little bit because oh, there's okay, a couple yes. of notes that I didn't read about. Um, behind the scenes stuff producer alice dewey mentioned that um hades what originally was supposed to talk in a slow kind of way and be uh, menacing in a quiet spooky kind of way before they had gotten any voice actor for him that was the original idea for the character um and then so they originally asked jack nicholson to play the part but he demanded way more than they were willing to pay him i'm glad so that it wasn't jack happen. nicholson because i do then they hired john lithgow um, but after nine months, they just still weren't satisfied yeah. with that. Yeah, no. So eventually because... they, they had even more people after that audition and stuff. And eventually they went with James Woods. Yes. He is such, he's of course, most prolific, prolifically uh, a Western actor, but. Sure. Yeah. Most but, yeah. prolifically to me, he's Hades. So I know. I yeah, but he has such a great voice. Such um, a great Woods voice. did a whole lot of ad-libbing in his recordings, especially in Hades' dialogues with Meg. Um, and Nick Ranieri, the supervising animator for Hades, said that the hardest part in animating Hades was that he talks too much and too fast. So fast that it took two weeks to animate a one-second scene of him. Oh my god. Yeah. Goodness, wow. And yeah, I mean, James Woods does an amazing job in here. James Woods, terrible person. For reasons that I will not get into here. Terrible dude, but amazing iconic role. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, he like voices Hades and pretty much everything that that Hades has appeared in since. So that's like, his that's all that I know is him just, as. Yeah, is his just, voice is just And so also I, he was so in Family nice. Guy Son back when I was a fool and watched that bad show. Um, like he would be a character on there. Sometimes. I never liked Family Guy. He played guy. himself, I think. <laughs> I never endorsed you watching that. <laughs> just well, saying. Mom, I was a teenager. It was <laughs> high school. Everyone was watching it. You just wanted to be popular. No, I'm just teasing. This is our joke. I'll there, be like, when when she shames me for something, I'll be like, I just wanted to be popular. Do you know what that's the reference to? No. Futurama. Oh. <laughs> Okay. There's the the whole Willy Wonka um, episode that's spoofing Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. At at one point, some of the characters get like knocked into the goop or whatever, and and Bender jumps in after them even though he doesn't need to. And they ask him why, and he says, "I just wanted to be popular." Okay, okay. That's where that joke I comes from. That. Okay. 
I can. Futurama, one of the better adult yes. shows that yes. I watched yes. back when I was a teen. Yes. Uh, it still certainly has its we issues. Like, to quote but th- like, we will hang on to things for years that we love. And, and like, I still quote Literally, like, from, a couple of days Muppet ago, Treasure I thought of the quote from this movie um, where they were talking about um, where Pain and Panic are trying to remember the, what the name Hercules means to them. And Pain's like, maybe we owe him money? And I thought of that the other day. Like, yeah, I'll just think of random quotes. There's so many... So much of the dialogue in this film, I, I do. I realize so I do that with my students. Yeah, and then I realize and they're like, "What the heck?" I know. I realize I'm old. They do not get that reference. And then I will realize that after I, you know, I do my little one liner or whatever it is, and they kind of look at me with blank stares. Yeah, <laughs> they don't always. Sometimes they get things, but yeah. Um, I think we we've talked a whole lot about the story and the characters and stuff, um, and even some with voice acting. So one more voice acting thing I wanted to mention is that I can so easily recognize Jim Cummings whenever he does voice work, which isn't an insult to him. I just love his work so much, and I'm like I can just recognize like all the voices that he does. Um, he had three roles in this oh, film. Wow. Yeah, he voiced, uh, I don't even know why I'm trying to look at this thing. I remember who it is. He voices Nessus, the uh, centaur guy. Okay. He voices the tall Theban guy, like the the people from the city. Oh, okay. He's the tall, wide one. Okay. And the old one. Oh, okay. He voices all three of those characters. Oh, okay. And I recognized each one. And I, I remembered that I already knew he definitely voiced Nessus, um, but I didn't remember he voiced any townspeople. But then as we were watching, I was like, mm, I think that's him. And then I looked it up and it's like, <laughs> yep, that sure was. Um, yeah, he's great. He does great voice work. Um, anything else with any of those that you wanted to go talk about before we go into animation? Of course, not spoiler stuff with story, yeah. characters, voice work, anything. Um, who played or who voiced Zeus? Zeus that seemed a little familiar. Is voiced by Rip Torn. Does it ring a bell? <laughs> That's okay. who he's voiced yeah. by. Okay. Yes. Um. Any other? I have all the people here. I wrote a whole lot of people who do voice acting. Do you know Keith David's in this movie? Do you know who you do? You don't know who Keith. <laughs> That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. You just don't know no, who Keith David me. is. No, it's, no, it's fine. Please uh, tell me what I would know. That's no, fine. That's fine. You want to know? You wanted to know earlier who voiced Hermes, and that's Paul Schaefer. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. You, yes. Okay. Yeah, no, Good. You pa- knew. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. And to let you know, I know Paul Schaefer was on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Uh-huh. Okay. Because yes, I know but that's Paul who Schaefer very yeah. yeah very well. Yes. Okay. Also, did you catch that Wayne Knight was in the movie? You know who Wayne Knight is? <laughs> My goodness, mother. <laughs> Um, I am the, so the awful, bad in the awful neighbor names. in Seinfeld, and the guy who gets murdered in Jurassic Park. By he gets he he's oh, the one who causes Newman? all the problems. Newman, 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 and Seinfeld. Newman. Oh, okay, okay, yes. No, he I was know. the um in the beginning of the movie where um well not the very beginning when Hercules is still a teen and he destroys the whole thing. Um, Parthenon is it? I don't know what it is. Uh, I feel like Parthenon's a specific place. Anyways, um. He's the guy who made the pottery and then is very m- m- irate after okay. everything's broken. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. New There's a lot of people. I had yeah. to write so, so many voice actors down. There's so See, many. See, I know people, y'all, again, when, when you get old like me and your mind goes, I remember uh, character names from sitcoms and movies more than I remember the actor, you know, actor names. Unless I don't think that that's really unusual. That's just, I... You like no her. actors a little you bit know, better. And, and just to know, 
DJ is brilliant for many reasons, oh, but you. you have always been had an incredible memory. She, from the time she was little, used to know song lyrics and and animaniac songs and things. She would just just know them and There's, rattle them. They were some good songs. Yeah, no, I know, and I, you know things like that. I just. I don't, I don't know. Use. I mean, with a lot of times with songs, I practice. I'll like go and like sing the song while I'm looking at the lyrics. Yeah. And, but for some reason. I've done that I... with, this is a complete tangent. I have done that with the gorilla song, uh, Feel Good Inc. And I still cannot remember what half of the words he's saying are when I try to sing it nowadays. <sighs> See? Now you, you know my pain. No, I don't. No, you don't yet. You don't yet. It was, was there come. anything else that it you wanted to say before we go into animation? Christy? You stop you know that. <laughs> I haven't ever seen that movie. You haven't? I have not. We have to see Wizard of Oz sometime. Sure. You, you DJ, I mean, I don't, I'm fine to watch it at some okay. point. Oh, okay. It's just you're not just, a priority for me. I know, but it just, it's like one of those classic iconic There's movies. a whole lot of classic iconic movies I have not seen. And I forget that sometimes. Realize I saw Apocalypse I'm the one... Now because my brother Ugh, made me I know watch Nathan it. Used to watch this. Again. I didn't enjoy it. I mean, I watched it and I was like, "This is a good movie." I never want to see it again. I know. Yeah. No. I. I know. All of my children. This is how I became a huge nerd: is d- to spend time and hang out with my children. And they're uh-huh. like, "Mom, let's do this." And yes, <laughs> now I'm a bigger nerd in some respects, in some things. Or Something, like DJ. Yeah. DJ will get me into a video game, yeah. and then she doesn't finish it, but I do. And yeah. of course, and she got me into uh, into the Adventure Zone Taz, and then Critical Role because I had finished with Taz. Or, you know, I mean, Valerie, Valerie got, got me more into She's that. She's the one who actually listens. And I listen to some of it, but it's just, I'm, by the, the episodes way, I'm are wearing, so long. And they're, and like, I love it. I love the, it. All, they're amazing voice actors and they do great I work. Know, it's just the episodes it. are so long. I love it. I love it. But I anyway, just, yeah. So then I go the distance. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. No more of this tangent. Whatever tangent we're on, it's done. Okay. Let's go to animation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> I like the design of the characters and and the scenes on the pots. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Uh, The designs of all the different gods are are fun. They Mm -hmm. got some fun character work going on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, The background for the part um, when they're like holding Hercules and they introduce little baby Pegasus to him and stuff. Like the background is just like these dark swirling clouds. And like, I don't know, it almost kind of feels awkward, but I never noticed it when I was a kid. Yeah. Again, that that whole, but again, it's, it's... I just always think of Midsummer Night Dreams and Shakespearean things. I don't know why. I just go to that. The I don't know. Get the animation on Hades with his expressions, especially, but also his his body language and everything, perfect, on point, amazing. Yes. I love p- how Panic like skitters around and stuff. I know Panic it, visually too, and character wise, Panic is my favorite. Yeah, I really like. Panic. I wanted an action figure, or whatever, of him so bad when I was a kid, <laughs> and like we never got any. I think we got like a really I crappy know. one from like oh, okay. uh, McDonald's. Okay, that was the best we could find. I don't know if they exist. I don't know if he got an action figure or not. I don't know. Anyways, hmm. um, he's a visually very yeah. He's very visually appealing. Yeah. I mean, I, I panics uh, pain is fine, but yeah, I've always loved Panic a lot. Um, I like how when the fates are giving their whole spiel about what the future is going to be or whatever, um, there's the part where like Zeus falls and then he like fades into the shape of Hades lip. Uh, that was just kind of a fun mm. visual thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
I like the way that the can I've always liked, even when I was a kid, I found it kind of neat. The way um, when when Zeus and Hera discover that Hercules has been stolen, the way that the camera like zooms out quickly as he yells no and like lightning flashes, and then we like go the camera like quickly goes down Mount Olympus or whatever. I've always thought I always liked that part. Mm-hmm. Um, the gag after Hercules fights Nessus, um, the centaur, and he and he falls and like his uh, what do they call the hoof covers? What are they called? Horseshoes. Horseshoes, yes. His horseshoes, like, bang on his head, and then a uh, big lump rises, and the last horseshoe comes down and, like, like goes, goes on it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, swirls around it like that. Is, the game. is it just horseshoes. Horseshoes? It's called horseshoes. Yeah, okay. Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the, 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 the Hydra. Mm-hmm. CG character. Oh, really? Yes. I am. A, yeah. And a, to me, at least, it's obvious and stands out a little bit, but... The lighting and the stylized design and everything make it blend in pretty darn well. Yeah, I don't. I didn't catch that. Yeah. honestly. and they did it because it was going to have a ton of heads, and that would be difficult to hand animate. But now that you mention it, did the CG come into effect when it when was it first the comes out? Ones? Oh, when it first when comes it first out? Ca- it's, oh, wow. it is okay. CG the entire time. Um, the only part of it, at least that I noticed, that wasn't CG is when it, uh, its hand that holds Hercules into the wall, and then after it gets crushed by rocks, the hand that's like sitting outside of the rocks. Oh, okay, that that's hand animated. The only but. with you saying that, the only thing that I would have said that I noticed that was a little bit off visually for me is. All of the heads, when all the heads, and, and he's coming up. Because other than that, I did not know it was yeah. CG. Yeah. Huh? Um, also, it getting decapitated, super gross. So gross. Yes. <laughs> it's just like slime everywhere, and its dead head like just flies to the air and falls to the ground. And then you just, it, it, like, the body like collapses, and you can like look at the chopped off neck. It's gross. And all the slime is almost so as grody. gross as men in black when they come out of the road. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so gritty. I like I like. Um, you don't see that a whole lot in disney movies it was fun um oh the the turnaround like there's uh the part where hercules keeps slashing off the heads and then there there's a part where like he kind of like is like oh no and like the camera like swivels around and lightning flashes and then it shows all of the heads all the and heads. like that was just some good cinematography that animation good. There. and i did like the fill line mm. would you leave enough with the heads <laughs> yeah, enough with the head slicing <laughs> yeah, thing yeah <laughs> um hercules wearing scar skin as a joke is a bit of a morbid one huh yes i you know when he is being he's he's wearing this you know skin on his head after the zero to hero montage and he's being painted yeah he's being painted and he has to stand still so you see it's furs but i did not recognize it it wasn't until like he comes down there that yeah that it falls down not only could see a line but i'm like that scar yeah because there's a scar on the eye distinctly (laughs) multiple times yeah that's yeah that's a pretty morbid joke yes 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 (laughs) um these last three ones can't talk super a bunch about because they're in spoiler territory but it's just about animation things um there's a scene where hades is walking on his hands on bars Mm. you know and he's holding the rest of his body up into the air and he keeps going past the point where there are bars to where he's just floating in the air but he's still like doing this as if he's on the bars and i never noticed that before as a kid like he st- he go and I think I feel like it's purposeful, not an animation error, because he's using magic to keep himself above. Like he's a god. Um, but yeah, I never noticed that he keeps he goes so far that he is no longer actually on the bars, even though he's still suspending himself in midair. 
Um, I love the designs of the Titans. Always have. Really love. They're so cool looking. <laughs> uh, I I love like monster movies and stuff. Um, like God's, I've watched yes. all the Godzilla movies. Yes. I just love cool monster designs. And the Titans are just, they have such cool designs. They do. They re- they're really rad. And that's one of the things that I really appreciate Kingdom Hearts for is letting me fight them so that I can see their designs more. <laughs> I love, um, I love that. My so favorite cool. has always been the ice one. He looks super <laughs> cool. He, I don't know, the ice Titan looks really cool. Yes. And one of the things I like is that when, when, um, when they, when the ice Titan like steps, he leaves basically his foot, but the ice behind, and then it kind of regrows, and then he steps, and like it leaves like this chunk of ice as he goes, which is neat. I love their as they're going, and then Hades uh, guys, and then they stop mid stride. It's the other way, oh, yeah, and then the, and then yeah, I love it. <clears throat> I know you do. Yeah, I knew you were gonna mention. <laughs> I know, that. I know. I love it. It's it's. I mean, it's a funny line. Um. What would the movie have been like if it were live action? Do you think you would have enjoyed it as no, much? No, no, Why? No. Because Explain. every... <laughs> oh, goodness. You could even, if James would somehow played the part, you I could I would like never... it a lot less if I had yeah. to see his face. You, you just, yeah, it would not have been Hades. And none of, none of the characters, they would have... This movie's... Very cartoony, kind mm-hmm. of similar to how Aladdin let it be sometimes. Like, it, it's not... There are definitely Disney movies that have much more realistic takes on movement and how the action happens and stuff. This isn't one of them. Mm-mm. Like, it has a whole lot of, like, slapstick and just, like, goofiness and, like, distortions of characters or characters like Hades, who can just completely defy physics and stuff like that. Giant monsters like the centaur and the titans and, and what have you. Like, all of that would be difficult to pull off in live action where you have to have things look realistic to work it it wouldn't be believable well i just mean is i I just wouldn't mesh the characters would not be as likable i don't think at all it feels like if you made a hercules movie the tone would have to be different i don't think you could be as silly and goofy as this one is and still have it work very well in live action and i yeah and i think some of the the characterization or the personality that I like so much in Hercules in live action would come across as arrogant Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't like him. I mean, I just, I just think, I don't think you could play with that genuine humility and just depth of genuine, caring, good, good person. I just don't think it would come across Mm -hmm. in live action. Yeah. Let's talk about that music. Alan Menken, again, did the score. He does the score for several of the um, Disney Renaissance era films. And I, I love his work. Um, I love I love the music. But I, I love these songs. Here, uh, I love. here are my notes. I love these songs. I, lo- I just I love all the songs in this movie. Yes. Go the Distance is great. Phil's song is fun, even if Danny DeVito isn't an amazing singer. Yeah. I put that there's a lot of fun visual transitions during Phil's song, like that where they'll kind of like have something get close to the camera or whatever, and then it fades into another thing. I don't know. They have some really, they have some fun mm-hmm. stuff that they do there. Um, I like the way in the final part where Hercules has to go through that little gauntlet, you know, and um, the there's that big fist that's punching down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And how Hercules just like holds his fist up and, and the fist like slams into it and breaks. But it does it like right on the beat of the song. And I really love that. <laughs> like that it works so well with the music. Um, 
then I put zero to hero time. That's a great song. (laughs) I love the slapped his face on every vase transition where it shows his face and then she like slaps. Oh, her hand like goes over it like she's slapping it, but then it's his face on a vase and he looks shocked. Mm. Yeah, that's a great transition. The 10 for 10, how they used signs that had an X for the Roman numeral. I didn't understand that as a kid and now I get up. Um, but it's a little bit disappointing that we don't get to see the fun monster designs a whole lot. Like that montage scene shows them fighting a bunch of monsters. They have some fun designs, but you barely get to see them because they get destroyed so easily because it's a montage. Yes. And I love, of course, I love, love, love Meg's song. I put Meg's song, Meg's song, Meg's song. (laughs) (laughs) So it's so good. Yes. Yes. It's, it's. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, and I love the Muses songs. I mean, I just yes. yeah, I just love yeah. the Gospel Truth. Yes. Um, Zero to Hero is, is technically their song. I love the song at the end. A Star Is Born. Mm, I just yes. love all of the music. I do it's too. So good. I do. I love it. Um, here's an interesting note about the music. The Spice Girls were approached to portray the Muses. Oh, I'm so glad they weren't. <laughs> no offense. Um, but, oh, they were gosh. given an invitation to sing one of the songs, but then they were just approached to portray the Muses in general. But they ended up declining uh, the offer due to scheduling conflicts. And yeah, Yay. I mean, look, <laughs> I don't have anything. Schedule. I don't have anything about the Spice Girls. But if anything is going to date this movie, that would have really dated yes. this movie. <laughs> and again, we, we've talked about this before, but pop songs and or that sound I mean, that presumably vibe, they wouldn't just, necessarily have been, been in full pop star mode but it still would have been with yeah, spice girls and yeah. it just would have been yeah yeah i'm not sure about that mm-hmm. um but no i love the music the music's really amazing and um i look forward to when we get to favorites discussing mm-hmm. which is our favorite song and i i think we have fairly thoroughly addressed voice work but mm-hmm. i do love all the voices of the muses i love their songs i can tell you who voices them oh okay uh, Lilas White, Cheryl Freeman, Lachanze, Roz Ryan, and Vanessa uh, Y. Thomas. Okay. Um, but they're, they're all, yeah, I think they're all singers and stuff, like professional singers and stuff. And yeah, no, they did an amazing job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, all the voice work in here, I really, really enjoy. Again, James Wood as, you know, Hades, mm-hmm. even Danny DeVito very yeah. much as Phil. Yeah. And the gentleman that you said that played Hercules, both the young Hercules and the older, of course, Meg, her voice. Young Hercules, correct. Josh Keaton, old Hercules, Tate Donovan. Okay. And who did you say uh, was Meg? Susan Egan. Okay. Just phenomenal. Just excellent. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Let's go to the part of the podcast that it's named after. How's it hold up? So I put... You have your thing that you want to talk to, but I don't think my thing, my first thing at least, will take as long. So I put that some of the New York references when they go to Thebes are are pretty dated, like the whole I'm walking here reference, which is probably what I actually, as a kid, got that, knew that reference from, but I didn't know that it was a reference. (laughs) Now I know it is, even though I haven't seen the movie, but like, I get that that's a reference to a thing, but... Uh, Are you talking about uh, the... When they almost get run over by a thing. Oh, okay, never mind. And then Phil's like, hey, I'm walking here. Ah, got it. Right. It's a reference, but I didn't get that as a kid. Um, But also that guy who has clocks under his robes, like that's... That's such yeah. an old, old joke. I feel yeah. like it was an old joke when the movie came out, and it's only gotten staler. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, some of those like, jokes, yeah. not so good. Um, 
and we we referred to the Marilyn Monroe reference up in the right, stars right. again. Yeah, it's it was, like, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. Anything? It was weird. And and again, kids wouldn't have gotten that. No. Yeah. So it was, yeah. So the whole, the fact that the whole Hercules getting famous section is based on a Michael Jordan type of celebrity make some of the references not really hold up like like the air hercs and stuff like that like that particular type of celebrity doesn't necessarily exist anymore that kind of feels like that was a 90s bubble of having it be that form at least Mm -hmm. of celebrity it's Mm -hmm. morphed into different things now um but but yeah like kind of the ways that celebrity is displayed aren't necessarily totally a thing that kids nowadays can completely relate to i feel like and also i don't i didn't really know where to talk about this but so like the reason that you remembered hercules being um how did how did you put it arrogant conceited is because that's kind of what the plot wants to be about but it's not because he's never like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the closest thing is that he's excited that kids are trapped but like generally like no, he's he's not. Like, he, and there's the thing where he's talking to his dad. And he's like, "I'm an action figure," but like, he doesn't really care about that. He only cares about it in terms of getting to his goal, not exactly. because he enjoys the, the attention. Pre- the attention. The but that's what the plot is about for a while, as if that's a character flaw of his. But it's not. And again, mm-hmm. I'm encro- just encroaching into territory that Lindsay Ellis has thoroughly covered. But yeah, like the plot kind of makes it for a while, at least, about not giving in to how fame can change you but it never does change hercules at all so it doesn't make sense that that's a plot point well and the reason that i love his character is because in times of adversity i mean think about it he grew up other than being loved by his parents he was made fun of ridiculed ostracized outcasted by everyone in mm-hmm. his life and when Besides people face yeah uh, that's what i said other than yeah other oh than, you did say i'm sorry that's okay but i just mean at times of adversity i remember a counselor at our school because again i've worked in education for so many years some people go through horrific things and it either makes them bitter and use that to become well these are my words now the worst <laughs> version of themselves or it helps them stay i mean you know it's just it's a choice people make and then that's who they you know that's their i don't know their essence and who they are and so no matter what was thrown at him he never became bitter or ugly or like wanted revenge or even Mm -hmm. like want fame to i'll show them there was never any part of that of him he just stayed good-hearted genuine and then hurt but even his whenever he was hurt and by people he didn't he wasn't bitter yeah, and no, mean he was a good boy the whole time yeah and <laughs> yeah. again that's what i loved about him yeah. so you're right i mean even through this whole entire journey he was stayed his genuine yeah true what self. his character journey is just sort of feels muddled the whole time because it's like supposedly about finding his place but that he's told what his place is and early then he on. wants to choose, be with meg yeah exactly because he loves her but again that's what spoilers, i mean spoilers mom oh my god oh it's fine okay um, <laughs> oh no okay, yeah yes. yeah yeah but yeah so i just so i can see what you're saying and um what Lindsay ellis probably alluded to in what she covered is what they tried to do or you know his with his character is not who he was and i'm, right. I'm glad at least whatever who played him or he's whatever a good writers, boy the whole yeah, time which makes it yeah. yeah, like, then what was his character? I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
One more controversy that I have, and then I know that you have a thing you want to talk about. Disney intended for the film to have an open-air premiere at Pink's Hill, I don't know if I'm saying that right, um, in Greece, but the Greek government declined after the Greek media and public panned the film. A Greek newspaper entitled Adesmestos Tipos called it another case of foreigners distorting our history and culture just to suit their commercial interests. So Greece wasn't a fan of the film. (laughs) Got it. That's the controversy that they listed. Like, I just was scrolling through Wikipedia and it said controversy. And I was like, oh, there was a controversy with this film? And yeah, another, Greece, Greece wasn't another a fan. Another case of appropriation. Yeah. Why is Greece this was a not surprise? A, yeah. Disney? <laughs> what? Yeah, we don't appropriate. So what did you want to talk about? I, not a fan, and I didn't remember this, and I think probably because... I haven't watched this film for years and sure. years and years. And when I do, I hear it. And again, sure. I've always loved the muses. I've always loved their, their voices. Their music's but I've loved great. Their music is great. What the heck with their body types? Four out of five are sticks. Were, are sticks bear, but with that total unrealistic, you have no waist. It's like a, a razor thin, teeny circle. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that then noticing is then their one large, you know, full-figured woman was kind of the buffoon, the one who always tripped and always did stupid things. So what, we're, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, if we are, if we're a large woman, full-figured woman, then we're not as intelligent or we're not as, we're, we're, we're dumb the butt of and jokes. we're the butt of jokes and mm-hmm. we're the buffoon and we, we trip and fall. The others never tripped and fall. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, what in the heck is up with that? Oh, that made me mad. And then. Sexism and. Exactly. Uh, sizeism. And yeah. maybe some racism too, just to throw in yeah, and because again, very unrealistic body types for almost any woman, but especially, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, just very, uh. And then w- noticing then, I think almost all the goddesses were unrealistic women, female body types. Pretty much. Meg. So the only ones that had realistic body types were all the townspeople. Yeah. Other than that, any woman in there had no waist. And, and the, the muse who... who was fat like she yeah that's true yeah yes. she, i mean yes they're all pretty like their face designs and stuff are, are pretty and she was also pretty but yes mm-hmm. she was the butt of all the jokes exactly and oh, then yeah like just... you said the townspeople there yeah. was like an old lady and like a yeah a kind of scared shaky lady who seemed like she like she had a pretty normal body like she was thin but it was part of her character design exactly being all shaky and scared but i mean again so exaggerated that large, you know, Barbie doll figure, yeah, mm-hmm. with literally no waist, you know, full-figured hips, you know, long legs, yep. and skinny arms, and good bust, but yeah, and some no of waist. the jokes with the with um, I don't, I they they have names for the muses, but I'm not sure what name goes to which muse, um, but the um, the the fat muse is also short, and they make that the joke sometimes, but it's still like. Because she's the short, fat one. Like, yeah. It just so, very, it's so offensive. Just to clarify, when I say fat, I do not in any way mean it as an insult. I don't think it should be an insult. Um, but anyways. <laughs> yeah. I mean, full-figured, realistic body types. Again, what angers me is... I mean, this I, is I would kid's... just say that she, that muse wasn't just, she was, like, fat. Right. Um, but again, yeah. Why did she have to be so much shorter? Why did, yeah. And so that she could jokes the one thing that i'm glad that they didn't do is make because they were all women of color Mm -hmm. have them wear some kind of 
animal skin. Well, again, thank goodness they stayed in the Greek togas. Yeah. But at least they were not, other than the high slits for their legs, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't have just scantily clothed. That sure, would have sure, just sure. made, you know, worse. Ice, it would have been worse. icing on top of yes. the gross cake. Yes, yes. Anything else with that that you wanted to mention before we go to spoilers? I can't think of anything else that just stood out as far as being an ism. I don't know. Or even dating it or, yeah, roles. Like, yeah. Well, let's then go to our spoiler alert. alert. Skip to. One hour, 14 minutes, and one second. So, spoiler stuff. Um, Hades appear like when Hades appears in the garden, he like splits open that couple statue between them, and I'm like, "That's so dramatic, dude! Come on!" That was like horror, horror ish. I forgot about pain and panic pretending to be a lady horse, and yeah, um, I did too. I didn't, I didn't enjoy remembering. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, (laughs) not like problematic gross, just. It was just unpleasant. It was gross, especially because it. they split themselves in half, and yeah, yeah, just very gross. wasn't a, wasn't a fan of that part. Um, so the one of the Titans is a Cyclops for some reason, even though they seem to be very elemental based. Just a big, a big guy with one eye was also a Titan for some mm-hmm. reason. Anyways, he is tasked with killing Hercules or whatever because Hercules is weak. Um, anyways, the part where he's like destroying the city and demanding to know where Hercules is just gave me flashbacks to a Hercules to a nineties video game based on Hercules that we had a demo of on the computer and Hercules has to like run through the city and dodge stuff oh, while the Cyclops is calling oh out and destroying gosh. stuff remember, in the background. I remember watching it just gave me it. vivid flashbacks to that. <laughs> Cause I, they, I think they use that dialogue clip and like when you, when you can see him in the background, cause sometimes buildings are in the way it's like, it's like a digitized version of him destroying stuff like in that scene. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just vivid flashbacks. Oh, wow. I don't remember if I even beat that as a kid. It was hard to, for me. Hmm. Now okay. I could probably beat it easy. But Real quick, going back to the pain and panic horse, which again, I need to say why here. Do have, in the why do we have to go section, back to that? This is, this is what I want to go back to real quick. And it needs to stay in the spoiler section, even though it goes now into me into the house it hold up section. Sure, sure. Because I don't like the trope. That every every male, whether mm. it's a horse or a man, is a horny piece of crud. And if they see an attractive woman that flirts with them, they're going to be mesmerized and almost kind of like, you know, the squirrel, squirrel, or, you know, <laughs> or bubbles, bubbles. You know, they're going to be mm-hmm. just enamored no, and they're going to yeah, follow it. I'm sick obnoxious. of that trope. At no point, you know, do we do we see uh, Pegasus being a lecherous male? No, in fact, horse. Pegasus is like very jealous and annoyed that Megara exactly. exists. Exactly. <laughs> so then, all of a sudden, a female Pegasus is going to come up, and and Pegasus is just going to be oh, and and yeah, have to go after and get some of that. Yeah, it was uh, dumb. Uh, barf. I hate that. Yeah. That's just. Gross. It feels like there were better ways to distract gross, him. Yes, but whatever. Just gross. Everyone's been captured. I've been captured. Just a funny line. I, I, I always remembered that as a kid. When Hercules ties the Cyclops' feet together, um, it makes me think of the Mickey short, the brave little yes. tailor. You too? Yeah, well, I now that you... I, no, I didn't think of yeah, that, but, but you're right? saying that I just... Um, flashback. Right? That's, yeah. Not yeah. that that's the only thing where but, a yeah. character ties up a giant thing, but like, yeah, yeah. Like, it just made me think of that. Yeah. I love that. That's one of the best old school Mickey shorts. I love that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. If you haven't seen it, look up the brave little 
Taylor, you won't regret it. Yes. Um, okay, so the Titans attack Olympus, and somehow they completely take it over. Yeah. And, 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 and they, like, get Zeus trapped in a thing where the ice and the lava one are making a big pillar, and then he gets trapped, and... Yeah. And like and I'm like okay I'm following you. Then Hercules comes and he just opens it and then Zeus can win. Exactly. Why couldn't Zeus win before exactly. that? Exactly. Why did, did he, he just need... need motivation? I don't understand. I don't He's know. like I'm going to let myself be defended and be defeated because I'm hoping that my son comes and gives me the real motivation I need to not be defeated by the evil guys. Maybe so. And I don't understand. Come, and how come? How come Hercules so easily was able to get rid of all the change from? chains on all of the gods and then immediately with his sword and they're just gone and why couldn't one of them have done that i don't know again it's like how it's very rushed so easily captured that just seemed very and again dipping into Lindsay ellis territory the tonal whiplash between meg being crushed and killed by a thing to wacky fight hades keeps getting his hair blown out and stuff like that back to Oh, but Meg is dead now is like a lot. That's yeah. a big total whiplash there. It's not Hunchback of Notre Dame levels, which we'll get to at some point. But like, yeah. 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 And a lot too, even for a kid's movie, as mm. far as death and, and being crushed. I mean, I put Meg just that. straight up dies. And I'm like, for once a Disney death that isn't a fake out. Because a lot of times in Disney movies and other movies, they'll have that scene where like the hero did something and oh no, it looks like they're dead and everyone's sad and, and someone looks up at the screen like real sad. It's like they're dead, but no, she's dead. Yeah. Like Phil looks up at the screen sad and you're like, oh, but baby she's, but no, she dies. Yeah. And like, yeah. of course she comes back, but like she does well, legit because, die for a while. Well, because, oh, too. No, she t- comes back because Hercules goes and gets her soul, but I'm exactly. just saying she's legit just dead for a while. Right. But what I was going to say is uh, very reminded me of on Little Mermaid, the uh, the king, Triton, yeah, Triton, king Triton. Uh, being shrunk by um, Ursula. Oh yeah, yeah. And because as uh, that was that so well me done, out a little bit as a yeah, kid. And, and I bet it was yeah because it was so gross as he's swimming into the you know the the, the swirling souls and he's just withering. Just this little like, yeah, man. and again that just I just flashbacks of King Titan shriveling into <laughs> eventually except some that, kind of little... except that this was a human getting all of their bones crushed by a gigantic pillar. Yeah, which is like it's... more visceral and horrifying because you can imagine that happening mm-hmm. of just your entire lower body being crushed by a gigantic object. Mm-hmm. And I would like to say. Hercules goes and gets her soul, but I mean, aren't her bones still broken? I guess it's just, I guess it's just, I don't know, magic. But like, I know, like if you put, she if you put, the, if you put a wear. soul back into a body that that died because the body was broken, doesn't does that mean that the body gets fixed? I guess so in this I guess, movie. I guess, but what I'm saying is she doesn't look worse for the wear. Whereas yeah. when Hercules was beat up by the, I know he Titan, looked bad. He looked he bad. Rough. Then of course I don't know how we, all of a sudden he had a transformation. Oh, I know um, because he became he got his well he got his strength back. Maybe that when she gets crushed she yeah. gets hurt so he gets his god stuff back. Yeah. Um. So did you notice the water? So the 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 pit of souls. Mm-hmm. Did you notice the the water level? If describing me the pit of okay. souls, how far below oh, is it? Oh, okay. Um, initially, you think? it was, I thought initially it was really far down. 
Or maybe it was... He, like, dives well, into it, huh? Yes, yes. Except that before he does that, he bends down and puts his hands in. Oh, that's true. Which is that weird, is huh? Yes, yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. weird mm-hmm. that he can reach his hands into it because it's right there, but then he, he can, like, dive, dive into, into it. it. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, Which, again... Yeah. Better minds than me have pointed this out, but like, yeah, that's an interesting discrepancy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I know why they had him put his hands in, because they need to show you what the stakes are before he goes into it. But like, wasn't the way to do it if you're also going to have him dive into it. Mm -hmm. Like, just have the water level up high if that's what you're going to do. Yeah, because why why would that have mattered? For that matter, he could have jumped up and dived in or just dive off. Who cares? Didn't have to be some... Then Phil gets kissed at the end by... um, I forget her name. What's the goddess who of love or whatever? Aphrodite. Aphrodite, I think, is who that one is. Uh, she appears in the TV series, apparently. But anyways, uh, and then Hades talking at the end of the credits was funny to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, like, yes. We, we sat and let the whole credits go, and at the end, like, he says a couple of lines. That's and, cute. of course, my... No. I, I'm mm-hmm. going to reference is my Muppet Treasure Island Long John Silver, who's stuck on the island at the end, and then in the credits. I was hoping that I would get to see, you would see Hades him. sitting there bored, so or something that was funny. Yeah, Treasure, Treasure Island did it better. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. It was great. Anything else with spoiler stuff? Well, other than it's nice, you know, again, Hercules, it was, it was very heartwarming, his character, because with being accepted and and welcomed into this this community, you know, the place where he had been seeking off his life. Mount where Olympus. He belonged. Well, right. I was saying, sorry. Having achieved that. I get you. The, the, yeah. His Mount Olympus was, was, again, his community. And being welcomed in, again, he chose to stay on Earth because, you know, he knew that he had been excluded from Mount Olympus because he was human. And obviously, Meg could not have joined him in Mount Olympus. And, yeah, I mean, I just like, again, his rationale that, you know, my life, you know, even if I have immortality is going to be meaningless if I don't have her in my life. So, yeah, yeah. I liked that. All right. Well, that'll be the end of spoilers then. Let's go to what was your least favorite scene? <sighs> Probably Pain and Panic, the first scene with them. I just, again, just not a fan of slapstick. But yeah, I just, and again, Pain's character bothered me worse, obviously, than Panic, because Panic was kind of funny, especially with if. But mm-hmm. no, um, yeah. Probably that. And some of any of their scenes that other than them having the merchandise from Hercules was somewhat annoying to me. Phil's intro. That is my least favorite. Ooh, okay, man. I'm going to have to jump ship. (laughs) I am going to have to jump ship. I would. There's annoying slapstick, but then there's like creepy lecherousness. Yeah, lecherous. Yep. Yep. Okay. I second that. That's the least favorite. I second that. Favorite scene. Meg song. <laughs> Sorry, I love Meg. It's uh, very, yeah. I don't know. That's one of my one of my favorites. Uh, hmm, is it my absolute favorite? I think my favorite is is probably that scene where he's mad that they have the merchandise. I just it always I always loved it as a kid, and I still very much enjoyed that scene. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, it no, doesn't have to be your favorite, but it's no, definitely... No, I'm just yeah, saying that's, that's definitely up there. That's the funny... To me, that's the funniest scene. The, the, the scene I think I enjoyed the most because just because the nuance of her personality, sure. the amazingness of the song itself is still, uh, again, probably that's Meg's, legit. Meg's song. And, yeah. and, and even with, in with the muses, I just love all that. Yeah. Yeah. How about your least favorite character? Phil, probably. 
um, uh, sorry, Danny DeVito. Uh, just again, because his character is just so slimy. Yeah. I like, I like Phil when he's not being gross, but then he's gross. Yeah. And he, and he does it throughout, periodically throughout. I mean, he just stays yeah. gross and lecherous and yeah, yeah. I just don't like that. Same. Yeah. Favorite character. I'm gonna have to stick with Hercules. I adore I adore Aww, Meg, but I and I know because I Aww. again when I think of Hercules, I like a, thought he was one of my least, but I just love. He's a good boy. I just love the sincerity of his heart. Yeah. He has a good heart, and it just mm-hmm. stays true the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I and I just love that. I, he just was very endeared himself to me. Yeah. Oh, for me, it's definitely Meg. And 100%. I can see that. I, I, I God, adore her. She's, so she's wonderful. I love her. But again, I just, and the motherly part of me, I just love Hercules. Put she Meg just, in all of the Disney princess merchandise. She uh, deserves she's it. She's fantastic. She's so world weary and she, she can tell those other girls what to be careful of. Men, <laughs> namely. They're, they're the word, the part where Hades is like, he's a guy. And like, thanks, gay boyfriend Hades. Um... Yeah, I just... She's great, and I love her. Least favorite song. Ooh, that's gonna be a hard one. Right? I know! Gosh! Because they're all pretty good. I know. Maybe maybe Phil song. (laughs) I'm I'm Phil bashing. I don't know. uh, Valerie said that. I think think that might be Valerie's least favorite. She doesn't care for it that much. I I enjoyed that song. Um, I guess... If I'm gonna cheat, then it's gonna be, uh, I don't know if this is a cheat, but uh, Gospel Truth Part 2. <laughs> okay. Because it's short and like, it's there it, when Hades goes into the underworld, like, it's fine, but it, I mean, it, I don't listen to it a bunch. But it's like part two of like a thing where they're, for the, for the like main songs, um... Either got either the main gospel truth or Phil's song, but I like them both. Yeah, no, I don't dis again. That's just really maybe hard. just Phil's song, yeah. but I mean, I still like Phil's song. Yeah, no, I do. It gets too. stuck in my head all the time. Yeah, yeah, especially that until that blasted underworld gets my goat. That's it. I get that in my head all the time. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but I guess if I have to pick, yeah. Favorite song. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> is it? I feel it. I, hmm? I have Meg's song. Yeah. Yeah. Meg's song. Which is called I Won't Say I'm in Love. Mm-hmm. And it's I Won't Say and then in parentheses I'm in Love. Yeah. It's an amazing song. It is. I, I think I have it. to pick it as my favorite too, although I do want to give a shout out to A Star is Born. For some reason when, when I was younger, I didn't care that much for it, but like. In recent years, when I've been listening to the soundtrack, that's a, that's a banging song. I yeah. love that song. Yeah, I like it. But, yeah, I think I have to give it to Meg's song because it's so good. Yeah, I know. I, her voice, And the muses are I in that one, too. Voice. So the muses definitely help make that one. And yeah. uh, by the muses, I also just mean the lovely ladies who actually sing for them do an amazing job. And so does Susan Egan and just, like, the vibe of the song and everything. I just love it. It's a great song. Yeah. Um. If Tim Curry played a character in this movie, who? Yeah, let's see. I see. I I would say Phil, <laughs> but then if he but had to be creepy, and, so... I know. If he had to be creepy and lecherous, no, I yeah. no, no, I can't. I mean, I can't let, do that to Tim Curry. Like assume, yeah, like 
think of it and then assume Phil looks exactly the same at like that. Yeah. And with Dan Curry's voice, mm, it no. just, it feels... No, I know. That's that what I'm saying. I The wouldn't. way he is designed is Danny DeVito. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Because again, Tim Curry is not, yeah, creepy lectures like that. Or, you know, I don't picture that. He doesn't. But then the only other one that immediately comes to mind for me is Hades. And James Woods does that so pitch yeah. perfect that it's hard to imagine. I mean, Tim Curry oh, could do it, but it'd be a I very know. different performance. I know. Zeus. Hmm. I think I might like Zeus even better if he was hmm. Tim. And especially if he had a booming singing number I can or hear his, like, hearty I laugh. Know. Yeah. I could, I, could, I could handle, I could handle that. See, I, I usually think of Tim Curry as like the weirder or the more villainous characters, mm-hmm. but yeah, he could, he would have an interesting warm energy with that. He would. I think I'd like Zeus even better. Because, <laughs> like I can just hear his, his laugh. Yeah. And yeah. especially when he's finally like fighting at the end, you know, defeating the, the Titans and all that. That'd be interesting. It's an interesting one. Yeah. I just thought of that because the the point being is whoever when whoever you mentioned played Zeus, I didn't dislike Rick Zeus, Torn. but it's not like I was like, oh wow, this was so great. But if it was Tim Curry, I would like it even better. <laughs> yeah. What if he played Panic? Maybe I dislike <laughs> Panic as much. Panic's oh, the know. scaredy one. Oh no no no! Yeah, I was thinking of Pain. You're right. I was saying maybe I wouldn't like this. Dis- you weren't a huge fan of either, no. but yeah. But no, okay. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I'd like. The scaredy one. No, 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 right. And I know panic so, is but, my but So imagine right. in your head Tim Curry doing a scaredy voice. Yeah. And his, Ew. yeah. Yeah. I could, I could see that. Yeah. That would be, be an interesting be one. Role. Yeah. Or the, or the Cyclops. Could be interesting. Hmm. I could see all three. Yeah. Hercules' dad. <laughs> too short and i don't know it's fair yeah a waste of a great the Curry. opening narrator no no, <laughs> no charlton Esther works for that yeah. um all right so let's finally go on we're at like getting close to an hour and a half um overall consensus i think it's safe to say we both still definitely recommend it yes so absolutely star scale though it's always yeah. been a star scale. Valerie recently realized that she that it has been that the whole time. <laughs> and uh, I love you very much, Valerie, but I'm going to call you out here. <laughs> we love you, Valerie. I'm not going to delete this part. It's going to be in here when you listen to this episode. <laughs> we I love, love you me. very much. I love you, too. Why do I like you? <laughs> They're so adorable. All right. Um, star scale. I think... <laughs> I will. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm trying to delay this because yeah, I'm still thinking, tell. obviously. We can all tell. Uh, I know, I know. Do I want to go as high as a four? Do I want to go higher? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I think... Do you need me to go? Do you need more time? Yes, I need okay, you to go. Okay, Thank you. Thank you. I think I'll go with a four. Okay. Yeah. I feel like... There's a lot of problems with this movie, Mm -hmm. like even from a script wise, but I just have so much nostalgia for it. And I really love the songs and I love Meg so much. Mm -hmm. And Hades is such a fun villain. Like there's a lot of problems, but there's so many things that I still love and enjoy about it that it's hard for me to let those problems take it below a four. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and I don't, I don't know if I want to go up, but I, I mean, I definitely stand by my four. I'm, I was just trying to 
think if I wanted to go higher, I think I'm going to stick with my four also mm-hmm. because there were too many isms, tropes, body types, but quality. I loved it. Again, songs incredible. It's just an enjoyable and it, movie. Yeah. And again, it's not I, I did, a perfect movie. And by I love any Hercules now, which again, literally <laughs> has been my least favorite of anything. That character thinking that I didn't like him and he just endeared himself to me. But no, but great. Hercules, writing, Ber- Hercules versus uh, Cinderella Prince from Cinderella 3. Hercules. Interesting. Yeah. Because, but I, they're both very, they're both good. very like, good, very good. The prince, yeah. watch Cinderella three just to see the prince. He's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, but again, because I got to go on a much more nuanced and know, feel like I knew the character of her. It was like you were rediscovering better. a character. I know, yeah. I did. Again, I'm like a lost child. No, <laughs> no, you're yeah. a dork. Yes. Any other notes that you had before we conclude here today, Mom? Other than I just wonderful movie, I think I would I would definitely recommend it. I would put it on a must see list because it's just so class. You know, it just is a great one. It is, it's a good yeah one of, I don't know. I I just I think wonderful family film and just fun. I don't know, make All you right. laugh. Yeah. Well, next time we're going to be watching two different versions of the same movie that was never completed at least the way that its creator wanted it to be uh, mm. okay Might i think that's a, i about. think that's for enough for most people who know yes. this movie also okay. okay um so yeah next week we'll be watching two different versions Ooh. of that same movie okay. the quality on one of them is probably going to be bad um because i've had a hard time finding the version that i saw as a kid mm. um the butchered version as some people would mm. consider it But yeah, we'll be watching two versions and it should be interesting. I'm excited. All right. Well, until next time. All right. We love you all. But before we let you guys go, let's talk a little bit about support us, please. Yeah, no. And you know, (laughs) we we love you and we We love doing this. And, And I really feel like it... I hope is is fun. Every all the feedback we've gotten, people yeah. enjoy it. But, but yeah, we and would we love enjoy making reach. it. Like we get we to watch love it. these usually good movies. There's been at least one exception, but like generally yeah. we enjoy watching these movies and we enjoy being able to talk about it and we enjoy like spending the time together. So like absolutely, yeah. and, and I feel like I hope we we hope um, it comes through exactly. Yeah. And 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 I hope that it is um, that it it helps you out because I think I know I would have loved. Uh, knowing about movies and even if it's something that I wanted to show my kids or even, you know, hang out with friends and watch or, you know, and even just even hearing someone talk about my favorite movies and then kind of re, you know, in my mind, oh yeah, you know, and, and thinking of the pros and cons of it. But anyway, so we would love it if you share, you know, tell your, your friends, tell your neighbors, tell people who live across the country, just, we would like to get bigger and, and, and reach a, a broader audience. And yeah. we would really appreciate if you would um if you like us that you would like us um and and yeah like uh you can rate things on whatever uh subscribe on uh, wherever it is that you listen we have a patreon if you want to check it out we actually have bonus episodes and yes. stuff there um but yeah yeah just, but, just... but even if you don't do that like just telling people yeah is is very appreciated yeah we would just really appreciate it but yeah we sure love you all and we, again we love doing this and we want oh, to yeah. just keep doing it so definitely again the more that you can help us get the yeah, more that'll help us yeah, out. get known and out there we would appreciate it yeah all right until next time thank y'all
This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 279-0566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. <laughs>